Welcome to Time Played 3HR, a podcast about playing video games for three hours at a time. My name is Louis. And my name is Rocky. Welcome to Time Played 3HR, where this Christ. week I played one of your favorite games is when you were a child, Louis. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Did ya? Tomb Raider 2, starring Lara Croft. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Lucky. Hey. Lucky. Yeah. Lucky. Yeah. Lucky. Yes. Lucky. What? <laughs> Lucky, you're on. You're on. You're on. It's live. It's live. You're on We're the podcast. Live from E3. Live it's from E3 2019. 3HR. <laughs> How is your E3 going? Are you having a good E3, Lucky? Not really. It's rubbish, isn't it? It's been an absolute <laughs> washout. Did you watch Nintendo? Just now. Thank oh. heaven. Something to lift the spirits a little bit. A little bit. Other than the fact that... Uh, Animal Crossings is coming out in 2020. Which is too far. That's just too far. It's too far. It's too long to wait for Animal Crossing. I thought it was going to... At least it's coming out early when there's probably not going to be much else. Because mm-hmm. there's a That's... few things coming Actually, up. Actually, you know what? There are a few things coming out in March. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a, it's it's looking like a busy one already. Okay, like what? Uh, Watch Dogs. That's in March. I think so, yeah. Wow. Yeah. A couple of things that I've forgotten. Fair enough. Mm. But no, it's been pretty poor, all in all. No Sony. Tons of, I, I don't know why they've been sort of yeah. dripping trailers for exciting things a couple weeks ahead of E3. Um, yeah, it's. I but, guess it's just so they don't have to pay money for a thing. Yeah. Right? I just feel like it would pay itself back in the exposure of E3. But... Maybe not. I'm I sure these guys know best. Don't think so anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I tell you what, I do want to play is that. Forget, um, forget that, all these um, new games, dude. Oh, Sorry, yeah. Go, uh, you go for, go oh, for it, go okay, for fine. it. Uh, the uh, the cadence of Hyrule game that looks pretty good. Which the, one um, is that? The one that's like Crypt of the. Oh, the it's like d- it's like Crypt of the Necrodancer, but it's um, yeah. To the beat of uh, Zelda tunes, yeah. How does that work? Yeah. Do you know? It looked it looked interesting. Did you? You've never played Crypt of the Necrodancer? No. I think you'd like that game. Um, I I thought about recommending it once for um through HR, but I haven't played enough of it really. Um, um, yeah. So you just you have to move on the beat, and if you, I can't. I think if you you don't take damage if you don't move on the beat, but I can't remember exactly how it works. If I'm honest, okay. It looks good. Cool. Anyway. There was some juice. I mean, this is uh, going to be the first year that we don't have an E3 special podcast. Yeah, we're really a time played E3HR as we've uh-huh. called it the last couple of years. Uh-huh. Um, and I think we probably would have had we had a better E3 itself, given us some more to talk about. Yeah, we would have been inspired. I mean, there's bits and pieces. I thought there were some fun bits in the Nintendo one. There was, you know, obviously everyone went nuts for Keanu and. That was a great moment. I mean, Project was Scarlet it. was announced. Ugh, who cares about that? Right London now. game. 
Watch Dogs in London. Very excited about that. Yeah, that'll be pretty cool. Uh, Very excited to walk around Camden. And that's about it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A few things, but a lot of remasters, dude. It's it is, isn't it? It's the time of the remasters. You were saying it, and you're fully correct. Everything's a remaster. Everything's a remaster. I guess uh, it's easier. I don't know. People, people buy it. They did it. They did it towards the tail end of the PS3 generation as well. Oh, really? Um, yeah, there was like um, Metal Gear Solid, and all of those, all of those came out. I don't know what it's about. What that's about? I guess they just don't want to make new stuff for the yeah. dying console. Yeah, I guess. Anyway. Anyway, That's we played something about. that could probably uh, do with a bit of a remaster. Jeez. Yeah, it could use a few <laughs> little tweaks, that's for sure. Um, Tomb Raider 2, Lucky. How did you find it? Uh, so it's Tomb Raider 2 starring Lara Croft, <laughs> which I thought was a very funny title. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, you know, it's, it, it is, it is kind of like a movie, this game, isn't it? It's presented like a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it opens up based in sort of China with a big dragon <laughs> and you see the Great Wall and yeah. there's a cutscene and, and the sound effects are just so loud. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. They've turned the volume up like 200%, but then they've also seemed to have turned down the the speed of the effects down by like 50%. So mm. every effect was this really loud, kind of slow sound so it hits you pretty hard um and then you boot it up yeah so what 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 is what is tomb raider 2 everyone knows what tomb raider it's uh it's our girl lara croft seeking treasure in a sort of almost 3d platformer well i think it's a it's a i'm not gonna say it's an interesting question because i asked the question myself but it's a question (laughs) Um, like what it is because you think you know Tomb Raider and then you play Tomb Raider and it's not it's not to me at least it's it's sort of hard to define as exactly it's a puzzle game sure as yeah, that's what I would say it was it's, it's like a puzzle a game puzzle adventure um, oh well I wouldn't say it's yeah. a puzzle game at all <laughs> okay I would you really you really changed the tune there it's it's yeah it's definitely not a puzzle game puzzle game there's far too much platforming that takes up way too much concentration for that not to be like the main part of the game. But I, I to me that those are like puzzles. Right. So you think controlling Lara Croft is a bit is, of a puzzle. Is the puzzle. It's somewhat, yeah. Okay. Okay, it's it's I'm not, not going to it's not a puzzle game. It's it's not a puzzle game, but like it has puzzle elements to it. You want a puzzle and, game? It's okay. It's an adventure game. Okay. Well, should we just go with that? Yeah, the, it's like an action broad, adventure. The broad term of it's adventure like, oh, game. Uncharted version one. Kinda, but it's nothing like Uncharted. Okay. <laughs> sure. It's not. It's not anything like Uncharted. You know, it's got the similar vibes of. It's very jumpy and active and you're swinging off bits of rope and you're hanging on mm-hmm. vines and you're sort of doing these mm-hmm. big jumps and grabbing onto the edge with your little fingertips and you're seeking mm-hmm. treasure and mm-hmm. spooky artifacts that have mm-hmm. 
remnants of old spirits. But I mean, before you even get into that, you start at Lara's house. Yes. So this game, it's got a practice area, Lara's house. Easy win. It's huge. Uh, you get in straight away. You're uh, greeted by Lara herself. She tells you how yep. she built a obstacle course in her garden to, uh, yep. you know, just stay on her toes. After you the- just, it's like it just you go poof, and then she just starts talking, yeah. and it's it really quite jarring. And so, if you want to know how she sounds, she sounds exactly as you'd imagine, yeah, like a driving instruction simulation game to sound i mean she sounds exactly like lara croft sounds <laughs> you know so I, I wrote some of the quotes down so i could reperform them here yeah but uh so straight away and the movement is very very awkward and very difficult to control in this game mm-hmm. uh especially at first you do sort of get used to it um you do but right off the bat it's very very awkward and so the first thing you have to do is jump over a gap, which gave me great difficulty. And mm-hmm. if you fall in between the gaps, she goes, no, that's not right. You need to press yeah. forward and jump together for me to clear the gap. Run back to the start. <laughs> it, it, yep. uh, and then uh, there's another one later on. You know, when I say later on, I mean like 15 seconds down the line. Which uh, has been two hours at this at point. At this point, it's, you know, I'm 15 <laughs> minutes into the game. Not even kidding. And then uh, to clear that jump, you have to do a long, big jump and then running jump, which is also awkward because you have to have run a certain amount of distance before it lets you jump. Yeah. Uh, and then you jump and grab onto this little ledge with your little fingers. And yeah. uh, I failed that a few times. <laughs> and she goes, okay, that was a tough one. You yeah. need to. <laughs> it's like, okay, Laura, thank you. She's very helpful. She sounds but terrible. Stern. She's stern. She sounds like a driving instructor. Mm-hmm. Um, Helpful, but stern. And then eventually I finished that in that course after about half an hour. Yep. Uh, and I think yep, I got a time right. of like four minutes, and then I did it again, got it down to like two minutes something. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and then I explored the house because I didn't know where to go, and I thought that the game led on from Lara's house. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that, you know, you'd find something that would lead you onto the story. Which anyway, is a fair assumption. Yeah, because it's yeah. not like you do the obstacle course and then... Well, maybe it's not a fair assumption. No, it is a, it is a fair assumption because you boot into the main menu and the first option you have is Lara's house. Yeah. So you're not even going to look at anything else. You're going to go straight into that. Exactly. You're going to do an obstacle course that she tells you to do and then she doesn't say anything after you've done it. And then there's this big house... And it's like, yeah. go explore Lara's house. And there's this old man with a tray. You have your own butler. And he follows <laughs> you everywhere you go, just slowly tracking you down. And I have no issue with that. What I have issue with is his tray of cup of tea. Hell yeah. And he's following you with this tray. And everywhere he goes, it's ching, 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 it's, it's ching, Dude, ching, that is freaking iconic. I bet it is. It's because iconic. How could it not be? It drives you nuts. Um, um, the, um, the thing that everyone did was lock him in the freezer with all the meat. Oh, that's a classic story that everyone like realized they did. Very clever. Yeah. I didn't think about that. That's interesting. So anyway, you go into Lara's house, there's a button on the wall, uh, separate thing here, but, uh, pressing buttons and using any action is very awkward in this game. You have to be perfectly in front of 
the thing you mm-hmm. are trying to interact with, but you also mm-hmm. can't be too close. And obviously you can't be too far away. So you've got to find this perfect thing and then getting precise movement in this game can be quite awkward. Yeah, because like mo- moving Lara Croft is like... Um, and it's like operating a Stana stair lift. You know, she, she's like... And she's sort of... Especially like sidestepping and stuff, she just takes these slow incremental movements from one place to another. Yeah, but also has yeah. like delay on it. Yeah. So she's you hold it and then... Whew, she sort of spins after a while. Yeah. Um, you get in the house, big house to explore, blah, blah, blah. You start looking around. Some interesting stuff. She has a funny bathroom, I thought. She does. Got a bidet. She's got some really weird stuff. She does. Did you like, I, I was looking in her kitchen, and the table and chairs were the, almost the same height as her. <laughs> yeah, and her bed, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, bizarre objects. Um, and obviously... So I thought when I got to that meat room that you were talking about, that that was arguably going to be where I needed to go to progress in the game. Mm. Because I got in the house, and then I found another button inside the house, quite far in, in the kitchen. And I thought, ooh, what's going to be behind here? Door opens. There's just hanging meat. Um, yeah. Which is Hardcore. fair enough. Uh, and then, so did you do the maze stuff? No, I didn't. I didn't touch that stuff. All right, so... She also has, like, a massive hedge maze. So I started going through that. And then in that hedge maze, there's a hole, like a secret mm-hmm. hole. You drop mm-hmm. down into that hole, and you have to go through a pitch black tunnel. And when I say pitch black, I mean pitch my black. screen is black. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't realize at this point that you could get flares, which sure. you do get on the other side of the tunnel, to be fair. Um and on the other side of the tunnel, there's a button you can press, which shows you a cutscene of a door opening in the house. It took me, no joke, good 10, 12 minutes to get out of the maze. And then I got into the house, and the door was closed, and it's clearly on a timer. Yeah. Uh, I look it up and ask you, and apparently that's not what you're meant to do. You're meant to go into the passport, the mm-hmm. blank passport, and go from load game to new game. Mm-hmm. without any sort of indication that that's the game mm-hmm. to boot into the actual game. Mm-hmm. And this is where we start. And then you begin Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider 2. 2. Starring Lara Croft. Starring Lara Croft. So um, just before you go any further, just some context. I um, Lara Croft, sorry, Tomb Raider 2 uh, is one of the first games I ever played. Um, sort of. It's one of the first games I remember for sure. Um, so things like the butler and all that kind of stuff is stuff that's like deeply ingrained in my body and um and i kind of i think this game is kind of great i think there's some really wonderful things about it um so that's why i got you to play it yeah well i have have memories of you talking about this game Mm. i have like very distinct memories and i'll just lead it into the very start of level one you're thrown into this sort of cave Mm -hmm. and very quickly you're joined by a tiger. <laughs> yeah. And I, I have very distinct memories of us. So I think it was here. Maybe this is a sort of mashup of a few memories. But walking, when you go over the road at school. Yeah. When we were at school. And you go through that first gate. Yeah. And you're sort of going up those little stairs. There, I remember you just telling me about you being afraid of games and how much that bit of the game and these tigers 
used to just freak you the fuck out. Yeah, it was so scary. I would, we would, um, so what we'd do is we'd get my dad to play, and he doesn't play games, but we would get him to play, and we'd all sit behind him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and I don't think he ever got past the first level. Um, my sister eventually got to the second level. Really? Um, yeah, so I know, I know the second Venice level a little bit. Um, um, but when my dad wasn't there, me and my sister would be playing. And as soon as those tigers came out, we would just like, we would shit the bed. Which is instantly as well. Yeah. So you, you sort of, you could walk for like a couple of seconds. You might go into the water and then you hear, and (laughs) this cheeky little tiger pops out. So that was scary. That was one of my great, most enjoyable moment is when I heard this tiger and saw this tiger and I was like, ah. This is the tiger Louis talked about <laughs> so many times. Yeah, you know, it's like seeing uh, it, when you hear so much about something, seeing yeah. it for the first time is kind of kind of cool. Were you scared out of your pants? Uh, no. Yeah, you were. Uh, no. So scary. I, I mean, maybe it was a bit of like a jump because I wasn't expecting it to come on screen. Do you know what it is that's so scary? I find is. And it's specifically with like PlayStation One games, is I guess because they didn't have the memory for lots of sound effects. They're always so silent. So Tomb Raider is like so quiet. There's like two songs that play every once in a while, and then there's footsteps of Lara. But that's kind of it. There's no like ambient sound. Actually, there is in Venice. There's some like birds. Um, but there's that's there's something about that like deathly silence that you're just wandering around, and then there's this random growl of a tiger it's a roar just as well. really it's a really brings in some terror yeah it really does cut through it's very loud yeah. everything in this game i found to be quite loud <laughs> you know you can turn the volume down sure but <laughs> it but you know but it was contextually loud to the rest yeah, of the game yeah. so i'd play yeah. the game at a normal volume and, and then the tiger massive sound effect in. yeah yeah um Anyway, you progressed through, and there were uh, a few things that were interesting to me. So I thought the game looked pretty good, all in all. Mm-hmm. Uh, the flares look great. The lighting is really are nice. amazing. Yeah, so yeah. you can pull out flare, and it's just a light source, and it sort of flickers and pulses, and it looks great. And then you, when you throw it, like it casts light, like across the polygons you're throwing it you know yeah and it, lo- it almost looks like someone did like a remaster of it just that one one tiny part mm. <laughs> it doesn't it almost it looks better than everything else in the game kind of it really does it looks excellent um very cool you sort of progress through and it's all kind of open it's you know a weird mix of tigers and then you get to this point where it's a little bit of platforming and puzzles and there's a lever you have to pull. And what was quite interesting is that it showed you a cutscene of the door on the other side of the room opening, but it mm-hmm. wasn't a cutscene. It was just a camera change. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I was spamming X, and uh, in the cutscene, the door just starts like <laughs> opening and closing. I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> Interactive. Well, a lot of the time. Um, and then you're faced by these birds. And uh, so she... I really tell me about this because you you texted me saying how the hell do you kill these birds or whatever, and I was like, what what? So and oh yeah, I guess there were birds. They didn't really cause me much trouble. So I pulled out the guns, right? 
Yeah. Um, you got you got dual pistols. And I, I didn't look up the controls or like didn't know if you had to aim or anything. But it, it's fortunately auto targeting. But yeah. what threw me off is how much damage these birds could take. So I think I must have loaded them with like eight bullets and it didn't seem to have any effect. Right. So at that point I thought maybe I can just run past them. Right. And just kept <laughs> running. And then well and that's the thing. So I at that point you have to jump down below into a lake and there was a hole. So I thought, okay, I just swim through here and you know, you just have to avoid the birds. Mm-hmm. And then you find a key in the hole instead, and you've got to climb back up where you just fell down. Yeah. And get into a hole through the door. And while you're doing this, obviously the birds are just going at you the whole time, slowly picking away your health. And then when you get to the key to put the, uh, to the door, to put the key in that you just find to unlock, unlock the door and progress. The birds during the animation are just like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) full on you. And, uh, birds will do that, man. Yeah. They'll pack. So I went back to an earlier save that I'd made. And basically, if you just keep, keep shooting, they eventually die. But also, they don't die. Sorry, they don't really get shot, as far as I'm aware, if they're on top of your head. So you sort of have to get some distance from them to yeah. take them out. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know if you played much with the combat. It's a bit weird, but um, the way, the the idea is you're supposed to be sort of like moving away from everything by doing like somersaults and stuff as you shoot them. Right. So you don't take damage. Um, okay. Um, which is another one of the things that I really quite like about the game. Um, the combat's not like great. It's kind of frustrating at times. Um, and you just kind of, you, it's one of those games where you just have to accept that you're going to get hit by stuff. Um, but at the same time, it's pretty like cinematic um, if you're doing it right. And it feels pretty good. Like the fact that she can like, when you jump, you can take out your, the guns in midair, which just, that feels quite impressive for a game at that time. Um, and it doesn't just, like show off about it. It's just the way it is. And um, yeah, I just think it's a pretty funky little system. Yeah. She definitely does have some very funky jumps. Yeah. A few times when I was like, wow, it mostly unintentional. Yeah. Did you, so there's the, basically if you use the R1 button, you do a cooler version of the jump or the move. Um, so there's the swan dive. Did you do a swan dive? Uh, I saw it. I never did it. Love a swan dive. Love games with a swan dive. Yeah. Um, and that's become like a iconic thing almost of that character. Like if you dive into water, jump into water in a Tomb Raider game, chances are she's going to dive instead of just hop into it. Yeah. Um, oh, and the other one is if you hold R1 when you pull yourself up off a ledge she does like a hat a backwards handstand over the t- over the top so i tried that and it didn't work yeah I must um have messed up um it's like and it's like a really long animation and i love it um i'll probably put it up on the on our instagram if you want to see it yeah do it um it's just like yeah she flips her whole body up and she, it's like a little bit it's a little saucy but mostly it's just impressive he's a saucy um, girl um and I, lo- I love that the game was like, let's just put in a really long, boring animation that you can choose to do if you want. I love that kind of stuff. Um, so it's cool. I think, so I used the R1 button a lot to move slowly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super, super useful. You hold R1 and instead of running out of control, you do these little slow movements. Yeah. R1 sort of like a modify button. Yeah. Which is kind of a cool way of doing things. I actually thought the con- if she had been more 
easy to control in terms of straight movement and jumping. Mm. I think the controls were kind of cool. Yeah, I, I like the totally square. Agree. I like the X to grab onto things, and it mm-hmm. all feels pretty natural. Yeah, I think, I think, um, I think it's a really cool way to do a game about like moving around a space. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that challenge, obviously, because you know the the thing about Uncharted is you you don't there's no challenge in the jumping around stuff. It just kind of does it for you. Um, whereas with this game you have to think about every move you make. And so while it's not, you're not directly in having going through the same difficulties that she is, it does like metaphorically, the controller acts like a sort of a, yeah, like a kind of like a metaphor for, for the fact that it's hard to make that really long jump because you now have to press three buttons in a row um, to do it. Like, and I think it ends up feeling quite satisfying once you figure it out. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that is, it's just her movements. No good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. But no, I, I I agree. Like pulling yourself up of a ledge, and it also it was one of those things where I found I didn't have to think about it too much, but you still mm-hmm. have to do it, which is in a way quite nice, especially when it's something as mundane as jumping, where you're sort yeah. of instinctively squaring and then xing and then pushing yourself forwards to get up without having to be like okay so i have to jump and press x you'd sort of just do it and then you'd be like huh look 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 at me look what i did yeah it feels like an achievement every time you climbed up something (laughs) yeah it kind of does i mean anytime you do anything in this game feels like an achievement hence the quick saving as you recommended. Yeah, so I, I gave you the tip that you definitely should be quick saving, especially in level one. And you need it. A, well, yeah. exactly, because it goes from this sort of zoo emporium, avoid the animals. It goes from safari to like old school D&D dungeon, where it's just yeah. instantly uh, Indiana Jones and the, which one is it? Temple? Temple of Doom? No, it's not that one, is it? It's the first one, isn't it? Isn't that the first one? No, the first one's the... I don't know. Ark, whatever it's called. Right. I haven't seen them in a very long time. Anyway, there's a I think it's the third one. <laughs> so, Well, yeah, that is the first one. That's in the yeah. first one. So there's double boulders. Double. There's they spikes really everywhere. Yeah, they, they Closing like... walls. You get four or five instant <laughs> kill things at you in a sequence without, which pause. is really impressive. Yeah, without pause. So I, to recreate, I think it's boulders first. Boulders. Yeah, then you jump over the boulder down a hole to have instant closing walls. Well, now you miss something because you slide down a thing, and in that slide there's spikes, and you have to jump over the spikes. Yes, but the boulders fallen onto the spikes. They're behind you. What? <laughs> Don't worry, carry on, just carry on. <laughs> sure. Uh, also, one thing the guns were very good for was light. Yeah. So you don't have true. to use a flare if you just spam your unlimited ammo because <laughs> it lights up where you need to go, which is very useful. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so run, jump over this boulder that you've dodged, then yep. you fall down a hole, instantly yep. two spiked walls coming at you from each end. Yeah. And uh, you got to run along and jump up a gap. Then 
I think it's... Then they double, they double wham you with, with um, floors falling beneath you and side-swiping um, Spikes that, like, Spikes. protrude from the side. They just yeah. in and out. Whilst you've got a, the floors collapsing beneath you. And then once yeah. you get past that, it's two more closing walls on you. Yeah. And yeah. they also tease you with this little, like, jade idol on the floor. Yeah. That's just that impossible to pick up. <laughs> of course. I was like, I have to get this. It's impossible. I picked it up and then died. Yeah. So I'm sure it is, it is possible, but yeah, um, insanely tricky. And then I think there's another spiky wall from a different angle. Mm. And then I think there's some more wobbly floor. Yeah. And then and there's then some it... swing, some like rolling back and forth. Oh yeah, but you can take a break break at that point. There's yeah, a breather point there. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's um it's really intense. It's a yeah. This game is not perfect <laughs> by any stretch. But it was I was uh happy to get to that point and then once you've got to that point you're pretty much at the end. Yeah. Yeah. The level's like mercifully short. Yeah. Also, they provide you with a whole heap of health packs. Yeah, they keep giving you health packs. Did you play Venice at all? No. Um, Venice is a really cool level. Um, it's it's um, you know, it's a sequel because the second level doesn't take place in a tomb. You know, it's like oh, we're just in Venice, mm-hmm. and it's not like you're in some. You're just in Venice. Um, you get this little speedboat that you can drive around in. Oh, cool. which is pretty rad. And there's like, yeah, you obviously going through all the canals and stuff, and it's just kind of like about climbing around trying to find keys to get through doors to get through more doors and there are guys there are human enemies to kill as well right um so it's a pretty funky level i would recommend it yeah well (laughs) it's nice to know it's good i'll take that yeah yeah it is isn't it yeah i think so it's a fine game i had i had a good enough time other than the infuriation that was Trying to get through that time door in the maze. <laughs> yeah, and the birds. And the birds. The birds weren't too bad. They weren't too bad. But um, no, that's, do you have anything else you want to add? Um, let me have a look here. Um, we've covered quite a lot of it. Oh, one thing I think is really cool is um, you mentioned briefly how it looks. There's something really cool about because everything is polygons and it's like has to be so low poly it's like triangles and flat but it still manages to look sort of natural in a weird kind of alien way like they managed to do the inside of a cave in a in a sort of random way that seems quite effective uh, yeah I, th- I think the r- word random is quite a good way of saying it because i yeah. think some of the way they do it is by making it seem quite uninstinctive yeah, but it's really also interesting. it is instinct. It's got the sort of um, mirror's edge, red runner's sight in the form of flat surfaces that you can tell yeah. you can jump up. So you sort yeah. of end up walking around a weird way, which you don't feel like is the right way, but you're presented with these big flat surfaces that you can obviously jump up. So you're like, oh, I guess, I guess this is the right way. Yeah, and there'll be times where there are like 
there are like ledges that are like on a slight incline and your brain as like traditionally is like, Oh, I guess I can't get to that space. An incline usually suggests that's not a place for me to go. Um, but they are places that you go. All right. I found inclines normally won't. You just slide on inclines. Oh, I'm not like not strong inclines, but like, like sort of half a half incline. Gotcha. There's it's a weird, like in between space that you just don't see in games anymore. Yeah, um, yeah, I'd I'd agree with that. Um... <laughs> okay, there's one other thing, and this is really <laughs> random. Just as a little uh, side note, there's a really really great article written by um, I can't remember his name. I think it's Duncan Fife. Um, he's wrote this like hilarious in depth article about how the makers of Tomb Raider um, got so sick of making the the games in the 90s that um, they set out to kill her. (laughs) Right. They set out to kill her in the game so they couldn't make any more of them without the publisher knowing. Right. Um, It's a a really great read if someone can find it. Um, I have no idea where it is because I read it a long time ago, but it's really good. That's it. So they intended for her to, to die at the end of the game without the publisher. Yeah, they were like, we're going to we're gonna kill her off so that we can't make any more of these goddamn games. <laughs> it's really good. Fair. But I think that's everything, man. Yeah. Uh, bien. Yeah. Good stuff. It's a good, good classic child, classic, classic child one. Yeah, I'm glad you got to see it. Um... You want to know what you're playing next week? Hells yeah. All right. My first clue is mm-hmm. not even going to give you a clue. Yeah. You just have to guess straight off the bat. Um, I don't know. You can get this. I promise. In one as well. You can get this in one. Is it something on like Xbox Game Pass? You're thinking a little bit too deep here. Just go sieve, sieve out the complexity. Get right to the... Is it Kingdom Hearts 3? No. <laughs> Although we do have to do my... I've got a whole heap of things to say about Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. We should do it on a special day. Is that like a Kingdom Hearts day? Maybe we should make we our should own Kingdom one. Hearts day. Let's mm-hmm. say, okay, when do you want to make Kingdom Hearts day? Um, we got to think of a good. Yeah, we'll like, we'll come back to that. You're right. Yeah, that's we'll announce take a it on while. Instagram. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, come on. I don't know. Yeah, you have to tell me, dude. Yeah, really. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you an actual clue. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's the second in a series of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a distinctive art style. <sighs> Yawn. <laughs> you got it yet? No. It's uh, lots of games have art styles. We we're going to play it anyway. Oh, Borderlands. Yeah. Uh, Borderlands. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Right on. All right. <sighs> this has been Time Played Three HI Video Game Podcast, where we talk about video games. Um, goes up every Monday normally. Today, oh, Tuesday. Yeah. Apologies. 
uh, we need to try and get back into the swing of recording earlier, so this doesn't. We, do. we do. Um, Louis, tell us a bit more about the show. Um, well, what can I say? It's a podcast that goes up every Monday, as you said, on um, iTunes and SoundCloud and Google Podcasts, and most places you can get Stitcher. Most places. Um, and that's we have an Instagram, uh, timeplayed3hr. We have an email, timeplayed3hr at gmail.com. If you have anything to say about Tomb Raider 2 or Borderlands 2, any sequel actually, um, just write in and we'll probably talk about it. And that's all I've got to say. All right, man. Peace right, out. Dude. Peace. Thank you.